Yeah. Nah, nah, yeah, This is every time it's so disturbing. Um, this is the X, Y, and Z podcast um, today with my man Harry Fox. Good evening. And my man Dinaira. Nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. And a very special guest, Nick Capper. Guys, I'm. Um, I was a big fan when I was driving around in my delivery van last year, last last lockdown. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit you know I'm not in touch with the current storyline, but I'm guess the 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 current storyline is still Harry's crazy. Is that right? <laughs> it's got worse. <laughs> that that hasn't changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still an idiot savant, like one of those guys is just like yeah, there's that you know that dude. They're like. Um, Oh, all the pedophiles are on, they're running their own fucking island. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever, you crazy prick. And then that dude was right. Like, is, is Harry, is Harry that, that guy of Switzerland? Like, he, what are He's you the guy on Harry? the island running the pedophile. Considering Switzerland the <laughs> island. Um, but the, the, the struggle I've got at the moment is I'm desperately searching for a unique position on COVID. Like, that's not in... Uh, the, yes. I don't want to be in anybody's camp. I want to have some... And I can't find it. Like Somebody fucked the bat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's the worst fucking thing ever. It just gives ev- opportunity to everyone to complain. Like, everyone's like... Everyone in Australia's like, yeah, fuck this person for breaking COVID. They're the worst. But they're still like, uh, you know what? It can't hurt if I have my mate around for a, for a few bumps of coke or... Or in terms of like people that are 50 or 60 years over, they're like, oh, I can't hurt if you have a birthday party. Who cares, you know? But they all just want to bring down the people that get caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Want, everyone just wants to seem smarter. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. No one knows how to do this. It's a pandemic. Yeah, no yeah. one didn't teach you pandemic in school. Mm. It's something that baffles me. It, it, it happens here as well. It's kind of like um, that there are these these accepted rules around social distancing and whatever. But after mm. one pint, all these rules are out of the window, <laughs> like immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're just... back slapping, you sack slapping, <laughs> bloody sack to sack, <laughs> flap to flap, <laughs> tongue to bum. Cap it's all on. Cap, I don't know. Cap what you... to capper. COVID is not yeah. s- not sack transmittable though, as I understand it. Maybe it's anus, <laughs> you can anus transmitted. No, you can it's, hang your sack. It, it was transmitted a by some sort of floppy skin at one point. That, that's that's true. The New York band they set out like a, a, a rules list on on sexual conduct during the pandemic, and apparently, like yeah. anus, like um, anal sex is uh, off the question. Like mouth to anus, that can transmit COVID. Also, really? many other things. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, it's the least of your worries. I, I would, I would like to see the person who does test sack to sack, <laughs> but they're um they're totally heterosexual. Hold up, speaking about testing, in a matter of science, they have to put their sack to another man's sack, <laughs> like in a matter of science. That's the experiment Nick, I want to see. Nick, in a matter of science, I want to know in Australia. Who was the first Aussie to discover that koalas have chlamydia? And how did they find out? Ah, uh, man. Well, I know him, actually. <laughs> is that um, how you got yeah, it? Yeah. 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 His name is Larry Chlamydia. He invented it. <laughs> Inventor of he, chlamydia. Of course yeah, it was yeah. Larry. Man, all it takes is one guy out in the bush, no women. Lonely. And then all of a sudden, 
koalas have chlamydia. <laughs> like that's that's what it takes. You know, you don't need any other ingredients. You just need a lonely man and animals and around. A bear. That's, <laughs> a, a fluffy. that's how you start a disease. But it, but they say he did it by actually going down on the koala. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> he was a carer, you know. He this wanted is, to give her. <laughs> <laughs> this is your uh, this is your corona take now. This is how you can do it. Yeah, I think Fuck, that's yeah, well, you know. We're convicts, and we want to give back to nature. <laughs> exactly. We've taken you know, so much. It's only time but, that we give yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. But what, like, are the, what the fuck's happening in Australia now, anyway? Because uh, you've, you've invented a new lockdown excuse. Is that right? Like, Sydney's in lockdown. Every, how how oh lockdown man, are you? We took all the precautions, and yet we're still getting fucked. It's, <laughs> it's wild. Um, we're just like, you know what, we're, we're on top of this. We're just going to take the, no, we don't need any vaccines. We've got this, we're on an island. Turns out we are getting so, but yeah, no, we're, I'm, I'm in Melbourne. I've been in a two week lockdown and we've got two more weeks of lockdown. And then Sydney, I reckon they, they had 600 cases. So they're, uh, they're locked down till like November. Something yeah. Which is amazing because 600 cases for us, that was like a good Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm in 20, 20 cases today and everyone was, was flying off the handle. We're like 26 <laughs> cases. Yeah, Jesus. But I think I think what you need is you need a, a distraction, a, a nation-level distraction. And there's actually, <laughs> like there's actually Afghan. Afghanistan is up for the taking. I think Australia <laughs> needs to invade Afghanistan. You haven't done it yet. No, they have, and maybe they could be the one. What Australia? No, you were you were part, right? You were part. Uh, Australia was part. Of, well, not you, Nick, but um, Australia was part of the coalition forces at the time. I've met a few guys, uh, Aussies, that were serving in Afghanistan. Oh yeah, all my all my left wing mates, they're all involved in Afghanistan. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I didn't see I didn't see anything pop up on social media. I didn't even know they knew that was the country, and all of a sudden, it's popping up in the stories. Oh, <laughs> look, you think it's uh, rah rah rah. You know, it's a wild ride. It's like, that fuck, one. fuck off. It's like, it's like last year, everyone's like, a cab, like, fuck the police. And then now everyone's like, call the police if you see someone breaking the law. If you see someone everyone is in stopping. a group of more than four, call the police. You're just like, fuck you. You were the, you were the guy against the police last year. Yeah. You know? But I think, I think the strategy for Afghanistan is you just got to introduce the kangaroo. Because like those things breed like fuck, right? They just they'll take over Afghanistan for you, and they'll just be like an epidemic of kangaroos. <laughs> and man, yeah. I keep digging, Harry. The problem with Afghanistan is oh, is not go. enough. We need to we need to put a bit of capitalism in there, like Seven ah. Eleven, um, <laughs> McDonald's, KFC. You put all of that stuff in there, yeah. no one gives a fuck about anything. You got it all no, wrong. Everyone stops, everyone stops fighting. Everyone's like, who gives a shit? You know? We or, get Starbucks now. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Gotta put a point Man, $1 there. Slurpees, you're not going to pick up an AK. You're going <laughs> to pick up a big cup and fill it up, you know? Fuck it up. That's the problem with these places. They've got all fucking locally homemade shit, like small restaurants, family-owned shops. It's it's man, it's the ingredients of something to fight for, and that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is this is the one idea that came into my head, um, very similar in that regard. Did Did you see that picture with the six hundred and forty people that were flown out by C seventeen? Oh yeah, all well, sat. Yeah, yeah I, I did this yesterday. 
um, at, at the, in Basel uh, at the open mic. I was like, okay, it's great that the U.S. Air Force has been saving 640 people in a in a transport plane, but don't put it in the newspapers. The CEO of Ryanair reads newspapers. <laughs> it's just <laughs> no. I, 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 yeah, I did a. Mm, actually, I don't think I want to repeat. I did, I dropped an Afghanistan joke on Tuesday, which got a nice groan. <laughs> it got like a you really. This is a bit too <laughs> soon. <sort of> groans. <laughs> Man, the the funniest uh, one of the funniest things I had a couple of weeks ago. I was messaging Christian. Said, "Hey, how you going, man?" He's like, oh, it's all right. I just had a gig cancelled. And I was like, fuck, lockdown? And he's like, nah, Harry forgot to organise it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, it's good to see you guys are making the most of your time. (laughs) You know, lockdown free. (laughs) Comedians are still pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, just Harry. Just Harry. It was actually slightly lockdown related. I couldn't get my password. Oh, was it? It was COVID consequences. Oh, okay. All right. Why do you not just keep it updated all the time? I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that that's the whole point. They I give noticed. you like a decade in advance to notice it. I mean, the, yeah, the thing was on there. I hadn't. <laughs> the anger is still real, as you can tell. <laughs> the expiry date. <laughs> oh, the expiry date is 2024, and then 2024 this, rocks up. This next calendar I get, I'm putting it in my calendar for 10 years in the future. Yeah, dude, Go I ahead. already have Go done nine. that for you in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not uh, running into the same fucking issue because Harry is lacking idea to go <laughs> somewhere i mean there's a high chance i could be dead 10 years from now so <laughs> there's a high chance he could be in prison by then but okay. <laughs> for other reasons <laughs> or he's got a kangaroo I could, yeah I, I could imagine harry totally not doing comedy in 10 years like doing something else like i don't know running the hydron collider or some shit or uh or maybe i don't know uh, no he's been cancelled because he was grooming an 18 year old <laughs> it's more like ah oh. oh actually apropos yeah. cancel now we got we Sean could, Locke got cancelled permanently we could we could, we can <laughs> <laughs> wow you got cancelled by God we, okay now this is an interesting one so we we had this American comedian on the podcast Brian Fokey and he told the story about uh, uh, what is it like the one minute kill show. Tony kill, kill Tony, Tony. Uh, and we did oh, it yeah. we did it a few months before kill Tony got in a lot of shit put it on youtube and we've got sixty thousand views we're total view whores here for this video Mm. Mm. a lot of angry comedians (laughs) giving us a hard time (laughs) they just need love because what did you do did you did you go after kill tony or did you no 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 are you for kill tony uh, it was kind of neutral. Um, it wasn't really taking a position. Okay. It was more explaining the experience of the gig, which is a, it's a fucked concept in the first place. But yeah, um, but it, it basically Brian telling us his story of how he experienced it. But the fucking vitriol we are getting on that YouTube thing, <laughs> it, it, it it makes me actually sad waking up in the morning and looking at my emails because <laughs> the fucking, that fucking YouTube thing is just posting like, you have another comment and it's just some fucking American. Check this out. But this is why, this is why. You, you fuckwits, uh, but this you're is, not even comedians, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> this is why this thing is gold because like, and I've, it, it, like the number of likes this video has got is more than the dislikes. And it's actually, this is the videos that go big on YouTube, it seems. So you get an equal amount of love and hate. 
So anyway, long story short, uh, who who do you think's going to die or get cancelled that you you in maybe about six months that <laughs> <laughs> you'd like to talk shit about, Nick? Yeah, any any future um, clients? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> four <laughs> white guys here it could be any of us. Really. <laughs> I mean, the odds, like it's, four it's, straight it's, men. I mean, I'm not speaking for Dean. You know, I don't know what you like, but you know, you, a right cunt, you look straight. You look, yeah, you don't look like kind of, I don't know, weird enough. It's to always be the quiet gay. ones. Um, it's always the cool. quiet ones. You don't look cool enough to be gay. Um, but uh, you know, like, I wish I were gay, Nick. And you'd be at the bottom of the list. <laughs> you look kind of like real boring, kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no fine, one's given Dean this that's amount fine. of shit I'll, for a while. Actually, this is, this is good. It's because Nick's so used real, to you two sucking his dick. Straight to H&M's kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> that's as wild as you go. <laughs> you know, this is why I still want to see both your hands during the recording because I don't believe you're not masturbating during. The you get off on that kind of stuff. I'm I'm keeping him up here, but good, yeah, good. when it gets really hot, I will put him down. Um, <laughs> what when you get? No, it I, I was. It's cool. It's cool you talk about this, Harry, because I was in a YouTube hole the other day, and uh, I um I was saw a uh, an interview with with Howard Stern. Oh yeah. Because um, the, uh, the serial Howard's. Yeah. I, I was in a I was in a big. Yeah, South Park YouTube bowl. For anyone who hasn't seen the documentary, you've got to see Six Days to Air, which yeah. is the, the South Park documentary. It's Wild so good. Drive. And then somehow that connected me to the dude who does Family Guy. Um, uh, isn't that... Him, his interview with Howard... So what's his name? Seth something? Or uh, is it Seth? Seth Farley? I thought Seth, Family Seth, Guy... Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Is it Seth, Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, exactly. Is it? Farland, yeah. I, Farland. Okay. Maybe yeah. dubious, good-looking guy, weird-looking. Anyway, yeah, he and but, but then it went to Michael Richards, kind of the first guy to get cancelled, the first comedian to get yeah. cancelled, like ah, the the Kramer guy. Oh, um, yes, but, yeah. But they're they're explaining like context in he shouldn't have said all that fucking terrible stuff that he said on stage, but when you're bombing and you're emotional in the moment. Fuck, it's tough. You know what I mean? It's tough to... <laughs> it's tough to... I, bet I, would, I would not say anything racist or terrible, but fuck. Man, it's, yeah, it's pretty... It's, it's, fucking, it's an emotional time. Like, they got him at a bad time. Justify like, the N-word. I was emotional. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my time in the but You know what I mean. I, I think everyone de deserves redemption. I don't know, but I, he will never get that. He will never get redemption. Like no. They could have Does like the Kramer it? show, and it could be written by... It could have the best writers ever. It could have the fucking most left-wing crazy writers ever, but it'll never get... No one will ever watch it. Like. Nah. It's done. That's wild to me. That's yeah. wild. Like, whereas like uh, another comedian was talking about like, uh, what's his name? Not Chris Rock. Chris Brown, the dude who punched Rihanna. Like, <laughs> like she's got black eyes everywhere, and the dude's just still putting out hits, and people are like, yeah, I think Chris Brown. This like, is the difference. Dancing in the club. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but this is the difference. We we traditionally forgive musical rapists a lot more than. <laughs> The comedians who who yeah. do who do dodgy shit. Mm. Like Michael Jackson mm. is still. I, I still hear people going like, 
Ah, still Michael Jackson. You know, we we all know that he he fucked up royally, but like uh, the, the situation. Music's so good. Sorry, the situation with Justin Timberlake when he exposed um, Janet Jackson's breast. Oh yeah, Nipplegate. That whole story. So, um, what was his name? Yeah, but he was doing that for everybody. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The thing <laughs> is, was a gift to the people. <laughs> just joking. Yeah. We were all complicit <laughs> during that whole drama. Nobody blamed Justin Timberlake at all. It was all about it was Janet. all about her. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I only just found out that this was like a bad thing. I I, I thought it was that was all staged. That, that's what I thought as well. Because I mean, because she had a flap on her leather top to expose it, like like a breastfeeding flap. Like what are we talking <laughs> I don't know. about? No, it was the whole breast cup was was clippable basically. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's, so it's still <laughs> Janet's fault, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's totally Janet's fault. <laughs> she she wore no, it was like a publicity stunt. Yeah, she she dressed the part. This is <laughs> <laughs> she was asking for it. Now we're cancelled. Thanks, guys. Oh, so sorry. Oh, fuck. Um, I wish there was a um, like someone with a third nipple that was accidentally exposed. Oh, that would be funny. No, yeah, like during the Super Bowl. Well, what's the like guy? Rihanna's dancing, and then all of a sudden. I don't know. She takes off her shoulder pads and there's like a nipple on her shoulder and it's wild, what? you know. What was the guy in the James Bond movie? The uh, the man with the golden gun, didn't he have three three tits? Really? Oh. That, am I don't look at me, dude. This? I don't watch that porn <laughs> <pattern. fucking> out. <laughs> It sounds like the Austin Powers. He was golden in so many ways. Was, oh, yes. Not just the gun. <laughs> but there's but one question you have to ask. Is, uh, is it a male or a female nipple? Because that's all that Instagram really cares Interesting. about. Interesting. Mm. I think, I mean, if you can show a third nipple, you're, you're above cancelling because then you can throw the whole LGBT argument in there. You, you're protected. You're safe. Like, if you go for mm. one and two nipples, you're in trouble. Mm. Pull out a mm. third, and nobody knows what you are. Is that what the T stands for? In and then LGBTQ? you can go... Third nipple. Maybe. It's, a, <laughs> it's the Bermuda Triangle of diversity. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, but join the nipples for the triangle. I have a black nipple. Leave me alone. <laughs> if you look in the middle of it, then you join the stonemasons. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> when you line up lying there in the middle of that field at night and the shine like the moon shines on your third nipple and reflects into the air and <laughs> cures the world of chlamydia. Um so you're you're currently uh full on back in lockdown. Um but you did you did uh, something super fascinating. Um uh, a few months ago is it now? Um you traveled hmm. you, you traveled um across Australia or at least the the backwaters of the uh, of the eastern seaboard um on yeah. on a motorbike um uh with with your family and um you have a you have a great podcast about this we will do all the plugs at the end of the show anyway but um you 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 were doing this trip what what was the motivation for it because I, I as far as i remember you do this with your brothers and your dad regularly these sort of bike trips yeah, yeah, man, yeah, I'm from a, like, I don't know how big the towns get in Switzerland, but I'm from a small town of, like, 50 or 60 people. Um, yeah, Switzerland Bumai. generally doesn't get much bigger. <laughs> <That's right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, we use the word village for that, though. Like. <laughs> village, yeah, it's a village, yeah. yeah. We, um, and, uh, but we, I've got a few mates, like, 10 mates, and we, we ride together around, uh, 
on on dirt bikes um, each year uh, for three days, two or three days. We find a place to to go. Um, and this time I thought I would ride all the way from Melbourne to Queensland, which is about three days ride, um, three three ten hour days. But we're not uh, talking on riding on a highway. We're we're talking uh, dirt roads. Yeah, yeah, mostly dirt roads. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, mostly back tracks and things. Which is, man, I look. I don't want to. I don't want to speak like a tourist in my own country. But I've got to tell you, once you ride a motorbike back roads in Australia, you really realize how big this fucking place is. <laughs> it is huge. Like when there are towns. When there are towns with like shopping centers and stuff in them, and you've never heard of that town, you're like, "Oh my god, how big is my country?" Like, it's it's unbelievable what, how how big it is. But wait, wait. If you're in the outback, why is there a town with a shopping center? Eventually. Like, eventually. Oh, you 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 chap in chicken out of that. I guess when I say a shopping center, it's just a supermarket, and then it's got three shops around it. But okay. that, to us, that's big. It's you a, know, stri- a strip mall. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that checks out. Well, you I, call it, I mean, you, I don't know. It's weird to me that I haven't heard of that town, and yeah. that I haven't met someone not from that town. I'm like, you're from there? I've, I've never even heard of there. But okay, um, so, so yeah. first of all, like if you're so if you'd broken down uh, in mm. in the bush, I'm using the terminology now, in the bush. Yeah. How many days could you survive on your own? Like, are you well, a survivor we, man? We weren't out that far in the outback, but I have. That's when you get in the middle of Australia. We, we were kind of around the east coast, so we went from from Victoria to Queensland. Um, we were still quite inland, but we could not. Like we were, we were in the midst of like four towns, like small towns. When when my friend. Another comedian, Brett Blake, when he broke down uh, on the first day, he broke his clutch, and we had to wait till the next day to find a guy to look at the clutch for us. Like, and then we couldn't find the clutch plates till probably twelve hundred kilometers later. <laughs> he, so, he, he drove yeah. twelve hundred kilometers with a fucked clutch. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, let, he couldn't but, go above. Let, he couldn't go above ninety. Let's dig into this because also. I uh, I saw the pictures of your motorbike, mm. <laughs> and um, I, I don't think it would go through as safe to ride in in Switzerland <laughs> necessarily, <laughs> and neither does Breddy's actually. You 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 went and bought like old second hand bikes. Yeah, yeah, I bought a ninety four model XT six hundred for two thousand dollars. Two thousand Australian dollars. Very nice. It cost me about a thousand dollars to fix it up, and then uh, yeah, and then it's on the road and it's going better than ever. It's 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 a rig, it rules. To be honest, yeah, yeah. So this is, but, but that's the way you got to do it because what yeah. you guys are planning a ride, are you? Yeah. So uh, we we've spoken about it a couple of times because um, bo- both uh, Harry and I are uh, driving motorbikes um, occasionally. Yeah. Um, and uh, it kind of like I was inspired by by your your trip and. We get into why, but um, the there, of course, it's Europe. So you you're basically going across um, a, a country border immediately. But it would be super cool yeah. to kind of like drive down south and stuff. We just we're just about riding on the open autobahn, you know, like the, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> yeah. four lanes of freedom. Just some highway. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I'm, did that for the first couple of hours. For the first three or four hours, we're we're on this big highway just. 
covered in hail. Just oh. like there couldn't be more hail. Just oh, showered in it. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm um, a, I'm a bit too lame for a motorbike ride. I'm just going to go shop at H&M or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sure you got a mad electric skateboard you can... Electric scooter, you know, man. You can, <laughs> you can pick Those up that remote, <laughs> get the vape out and... Have a real mad time, you know. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> so, but but let's set it up. So, um, you you drove, you started driving basically in the middle of Australian winter, which uh, is already a, a great time um, to sit on a motorbike. Like it does get cold. Yeah, it, it's not as it's not near as cold as Switzerland, but it's on a motorbike. Everything's ten times as colder. It's but you guys are the real heroes of the winter. Like <laughs> we're the heroes here of. <laughs> We just eat we're a the lot heroes here. Of, like um, we're we're heroes in terms of we fucking brave the elements uh, in terms of heat and riding long distances and going crazy. But you guys would trump us in in terms of like if 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 I saw one snowflake of snow, I would be like fuck, get me out of here. But I I'm pretty sure there would be a thousand cunts in Switzerland that would. They would have to be a blizzard bef- to stop them riding. Do you know? Like, yeah, I know two guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's, yeah, yeah. People say like, oh, Australia, we're the hardest guys ever, or whatever. We're not. It's just to our elements. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we are the biggest wuss bags. Like, I worked in construction in Australia, and then when I worked in construction in Norway, where people would be like still building in, you know, fucking downpours of rain and blizzard and i was like these guys are the real hard asses you know <laughs> it's, it's like we're, it's like working on an oil rig you just you just exposed yeah. to the the elements constantly there's wind and ocean just smacking at you mm. and you're still trying to drill a hole in the ocean yeah exactly. this is why yeah, australians yeah. when they're here become real alcoholics because they transcend from beer to like proper vodka and that's how they deal with yeah. you know, deal with the elements. That's how we deal with the fucking cold. <laughs> I've never yeah, met a non alcoholic Australian in Switzerland. It's not called an alcoholic, it's just an Australian. No, but that's the thing. Yeah. There is it's, such a what, thing as too far. Sorry, as soon as they see um, a snowflake they freak sorry out. To, sorry to get off the track here, but do you guys know a lot of Australians over there? Yeah, I know a couple. And they are alcoholics like ex- <laughs> like yeah, they love to have party or whatever or what? Uh Okay, so I play I play AFL in Switzerland, um, hanging out with with Aussies quite a bunch, and I mean, fuck me, I've never experienced anything like it. The the, the amount of shotgunning beers um, is, is is pretty astounding. Um, <laughs> puts anyone to shame. It's not like Switzerland has a has a big drinking culture too. Um, yeah. I think in Zurich. It goes a little bit bit beyond culture. Actually, it's just drinking, yeah. um, and uh, it, it's it's like like hardcore liquor and shit. But that stuff is, is still fucking but, impressive. But I have met one or two that go the other way. They they come here with like this plan to to get away from the lifestyle in Australia, and they become <laughs> like <laughs> hardcore like drug addicts. You know, <laughs> you know, they're just like I'm detox from everything, and they become very sad. Boring Australians. <laughs> 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 Most of them don't. Yeah, do that, <laughs> I, I could see that. But yeah, but um, no, but I thought I would. T- uh, we thought we'd ride our our motorbikes and we'd book some. Uh, you guys should do this as well if you do your because motorbike. I mean, you you can 
it, it's hell at the time sometimes, but the coolest thing about a motorbike is it's you got to keep an open mind, and there's always adventure that happens yeah. on a motorbike. Like you, you can have adventure on a car in a road trip, but there's just so much shit, more shit that goes wrong on a motorbike <laughs> that makes you just remember it forever, <laughs> and and it's amazing. But I think it's also the freedom of the fucking wind and yeah. everything and the element of danger. That really, I don't know, men, men like men, where I, I don't know, I've been trying to think of this concept for a while is men, we are trying to escape danger until we're 30. So we're either broke or we're fucking doing crazy shit or whatever until we're 30, just trying to survive. Like we're just trying to survive. We're partying hard. We're doing dumb shit on the weekends. Then we get to 30 and we ease off a bit. We start saving money. We start doing all that kind of stuff. And then we get to 40 and then we start missing the danger of just day to day. So then we start purposely putting ourselves in danger by either riding a motorbike, a mountain bike, a fucking skydiving, an affair, alcoholism, drugs. This is the whatever. midlife crisis. The, the, yeah. You know, this is like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that song by the Fugees right now for me. It's like strumming oh. my life with his fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I mean, I mean, fucking middle-aged dudes who buy ridiculous, but there's a, I've heard, I'm not sure, if I've never checked this number out, about, about 50 dudes in about my age die every springtime in switzerland on motorbikes organ donors first weekend yeah it's just yeah, yeah exactly nick there should be two oh. openings on the xyz podcast in about when are you guys going on your trip <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're coming with no, i'm oh, not man. it's a bike trip yeah you can ride a yeah, bike you gotta go you gotta get your you motorbike know. and you gotta go it's i it's refuse to be called bomb. an organ uh, organ donor I think we could get one of those Oral motorbikes, those Russian ones, put Dean in the sidecar. Electric oh, scooter. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> There's a, do you know this, this brand, Oral? I, Oral, I yeah. love it how he looks uncomfortable at even the mention of that. Dude, <laughs> I, I, do, I refuse to be Harry's bitch I can bitch feel his uncomfortableness. <laughs> I can feel it through the screen. That's called the bitch sheet for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. There's no way you'll find me in the sidecar of Harry. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I like the idea to 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 go and buy like an old fucked up bike and, and kind of get it going and, and and do the trip because what, what we see here um, the the midlife crisis bike that we see in Zurich quite a bunch is Harley's <laughs> and there is heaps of them. Have you checked this out on yeah, Sunday? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every fucking banker suddenly thinks they, oh, fuck, cowboy boots and Harleys, and that's and what we're doing now. They put big money on doing custom. But it's a ridiculous bike to have in Switzerland because if you go up in the passes, these bikes are so heavy, they're useless. But uh, but the question, so you knew uh, during this trip, uh, were you were you camping overnight, Nick, or were you, you was it, like, I'm trying to find the adventure on your trip here. It sounds... Oh, man, <laughs> it's, it's purely old man attack. adventure. It, it's purely old van, man adventure where we just stay in shit pubs and we 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 <laughs> rave about that. We don't we don't go tents. We don't go the whole tent thing. That's that's for real adventurers. That's for people who really want to have a bad time. <laughs> oh, so you get to the I'm pub. And, a, you get to the pub in the evening. Like, wow, we we had a lot of fresh air today, and then you feel <laughs> yeah, manly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We've got a bit of mud on our boots. We've got mud on us. We've got the, we look at the mud on our bikes, and then we we have we have a nice shower 
and then a nice <laughs> pub meal and talk to some weirdo in the town and then that's our adventure you know so yeah, no, I, I know no, exactly Harry, you're not I'm not an extreme sportsman. <laughs> I know exactly how that smells, though. Like this is this is when you see six blokes walk into a pub, and every single one smells of Lynx Africa. <laughs> it's, it's that you know you grew up on a farm as well. It's that that whole vibe. Like um, during harvest period, it's fa it's fascinating. It's just all these hard dudes, and they have been working like. 16 hour days or whatever and they all walk into the pub and they all smell exactly the same way it's just that yeah, shitty fucking yeah. Nivea douche like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah man yeah no but it was uh, it was pretty awesome yeah, no. you just it's weird because on the way Brett blew his clutch within the first five or six hours so then we had to you know we couldn't we were behind um <laughs> in the first day so then the next day we found a guy who was able to help us with the clutch and it was this old man who walked out and we had adventure bikes so like well they're dirt bikes they still ride in dirt quite easily but they're not full-on you know going up crazy shit dirt bikes or whatever jumping and this doing, old man comes yeah. and he just roasts he's just like <laughs> these aren't dirt bikes and he's like 65 or something fixes the clutch well, he doesn't totally fix it, but he f he does a temporary fix with the turn of his thumb. So he just turned <laughs> his thumb on this small bit, and then the clutch was fixed, and just emasculated us like <laughs> he, he, he's so bad. That's a that, this is a problem I have is that I've got I've got no skills when it comes to repairing engines or any of that shit. Like I barely know what a clutch does. I'm I'm very good at standing there being interested. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is why you guys own motorbikes. Which is yeah, which is why you which is why for me it's like some BMW that never breaks down is the bike that I'm talking about. <laughs> but I know some words yeah, that sound impressive. But Nick, you know you know there's some of these books like uh what was it Che Guevara's motorcycle diaries? Yeah. I mean I mean, shouldn't you be writing the great Australian <laughs> motorbike novel? The anti Taliban revolution. Oh. Man, I did. I di I tried to on these trips. I've tried to write stand up about, you know, all these crazy shit that happens on these motorbike trips. But I don't know if you guys you guys all do comedy. Well, supposedly, um, some of us are trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to write about something that's crazy or something you've done crazy on purpose or yeah, because people don't. Pe it's yeah, people don't believe you. Like the setup is then massive. Yeah, yeah, and also I find it I find it hard to write about this stuff because they're like, well, what's the difference between you and another bloke at the pub just telling that story? Yeah, you know, you got to give it your perspective, and but yeah, man, no, I would check. Um, I years ago because like I'm approaching forty now, but years ago everyone just went to Europe on their Kentucky tour, oh, and yeah. I I was going to go to Europe on my Kentucky tour. But then I went and saw the Motorcycle Diaries, oh, uh, the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I went straight to South America. And it was weird for me because everyone back then who was traveling around South America was like 30 or 40, where I was like 23. <laughs> so it was <laughs> you were really a young weird. <laughs> yeah, they were like, who's this young guy standing in the backpackers? Like, Sorry, Nick, two I questions. I was like, hey, man. let's party, guys. Let's have some... 
hey, let's go wild. And they're like, no, we're all couples. We all want to go to bed now. <laughs> it was really mm-hmm. weird. So there's, there's all these Arge- <laughs> little Argen- Argentinians with red hair left behind. From yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two questions. Like, what, what's a what's a Contiki tour? Oh, it's, you you don't know what a Contiki tour is. I don't actually. Oh yeah, you probably look like a kind of guy who doesn't know what one hey, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't do Contiki tours. At least, yeah. It's where you get laid, man. Oh, there we go. You get That's laid next to the relate. Tower of Pizza. You, <laughs> so, you so, have sex under the Eiffel Tower. And then no, second question: Did it take you like three thousand hours to get to South America? Like how long was that? Like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, man, it took so long, and I I'd, I'd never been outside of Australia before, so, so that, wait, we had to stop. We had to stop in New Zealand, and I got excited about the vending machine in New Zealand. I'm like, oh, wow, I've never seen that chocolate bar before. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you uh, right. Fuck. Their dollars are less worth than ours. When, <laughs> in your early 20s, when you when you go anywhere, you get so excited. But wait, so oh. this, this was your first trip across, uh, like, leaving Australia. First trip was South America. And how, how long yeah. did you go to South America for? Like nine months. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. That's yeah, a Kentucky tour. That so, went crazy. But but Kentucky tour to answer your question, Dean, is like it's like you know, like um uh, top deck or it's like when people take you around, you just party at all the touristy sites in Europe. Oh, it's like a it's like a Basically, bar hop. You just go around on with a bus. bus and, yeah, but wait, that's wait. it, man. Yeah, it's like a bar hop, but yeah, for a for a week and oh, okay. but you, so everyone then, just gets fully loaded. First, first, first thing is you know that bar that we always do comedy in called Contiki, mm. and you know it's got like the bamboo and the logo. It all relates to there was some dude who mm. built built an old style boat in the seventies and made it was it a Nordic guy. Yeah, and he, then he sailed across an ocean, and he they called him the Contiki man, I think. Oh, but, so it wasn't uh, some kind of like Hawaiian culture appropriation or something. Well, no, he wanted to prove uh, boat design. Mm. That's mm. that's that was the original idea. Like so, then Australians got it and then just got drunk on it. <laughs> yeah, re- whenever you go to a bar that has not encapsulated the culture of the place it's situated in, but it's just got a surfboard on the wall <laughs> and a fucking DJ playing. That's a good ticket boy. Feel the love generation. <laughs> that's that's like every bar that. Kentucky place takes you to uh, <laughs> 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 and you're just watching some f- sunburnt British girl get fingered by some Brazilian <laughs> some dude. Australian drunk guy. yeah 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 or some Australian dude yeah yeah I remember uh, it's a funny thing because like the whole travel bug for the for the masses started when I was about 15 and that's and that's when the lo- <laughs> that's where it's so a what in nineteen sixty five. It's when they invented <laughs> no, the first was, airplane. You know? yeah. <laughs> was that? I don't know. Concord came into and business, and suddenly everyone was able to travel. <laughs> and the the funny thing was, is is the Lonely Planet guides at this point were like ah, that something w- that, that was people the hippie books. Yeah, but people would whisper about them like, "You need to get mm. the Lonely Planet guides." And then you actually now these things are so mainstream. Every secret tour that they described is now completely oh, fucked I, okay, I, have to, you, I have to come clean on something i have a very embarrassing story about this so uh my my partner she she loves uh, bicycles um which uh, i find a mistake I, I think it should have an engine and um <laughs> she she got um an electric motorbike like one of those you know with mm. a little electric engine that supports 
she got one of those for her birthday and uh, one one of our friends bought her the lonely planet bike tour but get this the book is so big you would never take that fucker anywhere with you oh, it's, <laughs> it's so just it's 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 it's, it's literally it, it's a coffee table book oh my God. you yeah, don't take it for the coffee table. it's purely yeah. for that it's just but, virtue signaling oh man harry and th- this is the weirdest thing right i i had the book south america on a shoestring when i went to south america uh, yeah 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 and um this is how fucking weird it was if you chose the first two or three hostels in the book, most of the time they'd be fucked. There, it would be like, like a YHA or something that wasn't very good value. But I figured out if you went five or six down to like the last one, it was just some grandma <laughs> that would just let you in her house wow. for some money. <laughs> and it, it was it would either be the worst or the best experience of your life, and because. I can sleep anywhere and I don't care about anything. It was always the best. Like I would always go the lowest one down. And that was so weird because that was like cult traveling. Like people would look at me as if I was Che Guevara. Like, what? You stayed in that fucking place? Are you crazy, man? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, why not? I remember one time there was a guy who played all the, like the, the, the grandma. We stayed in the house and, um, her husband just stayed up playing guitar so loud and it was all the Quentin Tarantino soundtracks. Oh, wow. yes. Like, for like three hours. Fucking hell. That I'll is always my- remember that. And I was like, this is the best night of my life. It was <laughs> so good. I would have loved to have heard him do that bit from, from Dust Till Dawn where he's playing guitar and going, gather round, pussy lovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Trying he called sleep. me in for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a nice like acoustic but- Gather round, pussy lovers. <laughs> so wholesome. Pussy, pussy. We, we want to sing about big pussy, hairy pussy. <laughs> oh, don't, don't sing, Harry. We had this before. Do not sing on the yeah, podcast. I already got away with a bit of a whisper earlier. Is this one of Harry's bits? You guys are slipping. <laughs> I haven't, we, haven't, we, we got the ASMR. Like in the early days, I was trying to get these guys to do an ASMR podcast. We ended up getting an ASMR artist on and uh, got it out of my system and we've moved on since but i didn't get this whole asmr thing i i I don't know what it is i don't know i bet there's a lady like a mechanic lady that's like while fixing a bike will do asmr i bet you'll love that i'll find you an asmr lady uh, figuring out an engine or fingering an engine yeah yeah, something like that (laughs) i mean i mean with that hairstyle you it's perfect for getting those tingles going up here up here (laughs) wherever (laughs) no yeah i think you spent too much i'm for for a guy who's who's into art and weird movies and shit, you're not into sexually. Right. I'm pretty straight straight down the line. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Koala zone. Yeah, uh, no, the, the the breast things and the vagina thing. That's all. That's that's okay for me. You know, like what I don't what? need the sounds. I don't need the the situation. You know what about but what, but what about a bit of mindful masturbation? You know, like when yeah. you take a breath first and then you get into it, like not just angry. Oh. <laughs> That's going in all the wrong directions, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm gonna go back to. HMI I don't know. Though. I think this is Harry ASMR. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, correct, it's correct, Nick. Real uh, gnarly. All right, hundred um, percent right. But 
let's let's talk about how the trip ended though um because it ended abruptly at least for you yeah um so yeah. talk us through it um well i don't know i i was like because you oh as i said before I went there with my friend brett blake and the reason i took him along is because he's he's a wild man he loves he hates being beaten he hates you know uh he's very competitive and i thought i oh, any he, plus he's very good at picking up things very open-minded <laughs> good at picking up things but what i didn't realize is even though i don't ride as much as i used to i forgot really how fast we ride my mates and i because yeah we absolutely haul it like and that's the worst thing australia's got some of the mo- we went we saw that some of the most nicest scenery you've ever seen in your whole life whizzing by and uh, yeah the moment i saw that i would just pump the throttle at 130 k's an hour like, <laughs> <laughs> and i wasn't focused on the nice river i just wanted to beat my mate ahead of me and uh, one time my brother was racing at one of our friends and then he got sick of it, so he just passed him at 190 on a highway. He's just like, fuck this, and just got him then. <laughs> he didn't care. We're just putting our whole lives at risk just for bravado. It's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, it was a lot of a lot of very tough corners, things like that. But then we finished, we survived the whole three days. Don't know how we did it. Three of us fell off, um, but not, I fell off. Uh, I had quite an easy kind of crash. It wasn't bad at all. Two of my mates had pretty bad crashes, but they were still riding along. And then um, on after it all finished, I was just going around a gravel corner and realised that I was probably going around the corner around 80 or 90 and just the back wheel washed out and I went straight over the handlebars, concussed myself. And uh, thought I had internal bleeding. Had to get driven to the hospital. <laughs> and then and stayed there for two days till I got a CT scan. Oh God. Which unfortunately said that there was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, so that was annoying. You were like, finally... <laughs> you, were, you were hoping that there, you, they find actually some damage. You go like, that would explain yeah. my life. Finally, a, exactly. good, a good excuse to quit annoying. comedy, basically. You're like, brain damage, I, I can finally go and just get a boring office job. <laughs> but no. Man. Yeah, no, that's, what, that's it. I was like, please, just say that I'm fucking... I'm ruined on the inside and this was all worth it. And they're like, <laughs> no, you were fine, you... <laughs> I pissed blood for one bit, you know, but it kind of all worked out. There was this um this is this is how weird uh life is. Um you probably heard this in the podcast, Christian, but my two days, no, four days before the act the crash, my agent rang me and said, We want you audition we want you to audition for this seven eleven ad and I was like you know, fuck that. I've I'm not going to audition for a 7-Eleven and she's like, please. And I just uploaded, <laughs> uploaded the most dog shit self tape ever before I went riding. So I was covered in dust. Fucking one of my eyes were red cause I got a bug, a bug flew into it. And then when I was in, in hospital four days later, 
so they said, you're discharged from hospital. I got discharged from the hospital. My agent rang me and they, she said, you have to be in Melbourne tomorrow to audition for this ad because you're through to the last round. I don't know how you got through. I don't know what you did. She's like, that's the most dog shit self-tape I've ever seen in my whole life. But uh, you made a very relatable 7-Eleven customer. Maybe that was the point. one with the red eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's about yeah. authenticity. 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, man. And then, yeah, so we, you know, you ha- you know, you meant to get collecting, I mean, connecting flights where it's all on one ticket. Oh, but yeah, Brett yeah. and I could only get to get there for the in time for the audition we just had to book two separate flights and really hope that the first one wasn't late. By uh, If it was late by like two minutes or five minutes, would have been gone. We made it to the audition. I had bandages all over me, <laughs> internal bleeding. I was limping. Got the ad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and get this. One of my mates who went for it was Indian. I was like, man, I'm the first guy... I'm the first white guy to ever beat an Indian dude to a 7-Eleven job. <laughs> Fucking hell. That, oh, yeah. that's fantastic. I didn't realize. But it ruled. They were, they were cool guys. The 7-Eleven dudes were great. They were really cool. Yeah, I didn't it realize that it was so tight. Funny I didn't realize that it was so tight right after the hospital. I thought it was more days in between. But you, they literally released you up in Queensland to get back, um, to, get back to Melbourne. Um, for for that, for, oh for no, that no, they it was just the, I got the text message as soon as I got out of hospital. So fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, um, yeah, I and I could, yeah, I was limping. I could, I it was fine when I was walking, but whenever I sat down or lied down, it was it was hard to get up again. Yeah, it was. Uh, I still got the the bruising on the side, even though it's months and months later. Yeah. Oh, you 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 can still see it. Do you still yeah, feel fucked grays. up? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's man. <laughs> the... We're we're piecing the footage together now. You'll see how crazy the stack was. It's it's wild. Um, yeah, man. And I thought I was concussed. Like Put... fully, I was concussed, but yeah, I thought I was fully knocked out, but. The GoPro was on my helmet, and I'm just walking around aimlessly. Jesus. So scary. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And then for the 7-Eleven ad, did they get you, was it like a promotion for their hemorrhoid cream or something? Or like uh, <laughs> anti-aging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, it, it was a new thing they were going into. <laughs> Next to the sausage rolls. The before and after, you know. It's before it's Nick, <laughs> after it's the Indian chap. <laughs> <laughs> I was so lucky One of my mates was directing it And uh, he's the funniest dude ever And um, yeah We just went in to do the ads And, and that was so fun And just killing it But it, like in the meantime I just have to go to the toilets And just like sit down on the toilet oh. And just think about all the pain I was in <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick it seems like you've just Hallucinated all of this man <laughs> One I've minute you hit your head, I've and next you're in a Seven Eleven ad. Come on! <laughs> no, no. I said because uh, Brett looked after me. He was so he was so good when we we're in. I said uh, I just said offhandedly, 
man, if I get this ad, I'm buying you a mountain bike. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And then I got the ad. So then I had to somehow convince my partner that I was going to spend $1,300 <laughs> on a mountain bike. That you weren't even going to ride. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I had to buy one for me as well. So I bought two mountain bikes. So it was like two and a half grand. <laughs> Thank you, 7-Eleven. But more, now, I, now I actually want to see the 7-Eleven ad more than the footage of the crash. We, like, are we allowed to, are we allowed to post both? <laughs> we, we gotta, uh, can, can we use that? Is that all right? Can we yeah, use I the can 7-Eleven? send them to you. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. fun ads. They're really, they're, they're really funny ads. We're going to put them and on our the Insta as well. I thought, I thought it might be hard or it might be difficult due to all the restrictions they have. They're such a big company, but they're actually really, they let us do whatever we want. They're really cool. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Could just tongue each other during a lockdown. Is that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. We, I got the, I got the ad. I was like, oh wow, this is good. And then we had a lockdown, and I got approved last lockdown for a uh, big ad for a betting company, and then due to the lockdown, they cancelled the ad. So I lost like ten thousand dollars just in one phone call. They were like, oh, nah, and I was oh. so. I was just afraid that phone call was going to come again. So I just had to sit for two weeks in limbo, in lockdown. Not knowing if that's getting pulled under your feet that's as well. A, but that's where yeah. you would have thought, you would have thought like, like gambling would be one thing that would be booming during lockdown. Like they should have done that. <laughs> like, yeah. just, oh man, it's it so worse. wild. Here's the weirdest thing about Australia, right? We, there's all this controversy about people breaking lockdowns people work, whatever, this whole time, the horse racing industry has been going. Oh, like, Jesus. it has not stopped. It is, it, it is not so. Every every sporting event has been stopped, cancelled, yeah, yeah. finished, whatever. Horse racing has always kept going. Like, it, it, it hasn't it's once. It hasn't even slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, because I think it's, Someone told me it's the second or third biggest industry in Australia. Horse racing. Wow. Yeah, horse racing. So there's like food. Not the glue production afterwards, just straight up horse, horse racing. Yeah, there's like mining, horse racing, then food, <laughs> I think. That's insane. <laughs> did, did you guys ever take a punt on a horse? Uh, a punt? Yeah. Like a ride on a horse? No, no, um, betting on a horse. Did you oh, ever do that? Right, no. Yeah, actually, yeah. We used to, there's this... Uh, Cheltenham or something. There's a famous uh, horse race in, in the UK, which which companies around London notoriously take their staff to every now and again. Is it like a big hat event as mm. well? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 yeah. And I would just go there, lose one pound, and then hate the whole experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick, uh, I think I, I've told you this story before. There, there is one horse race in Switzerland, like so it's the way that you would know it, like uh, Australian style, like flat race. Australian rules yeah. horse racing. Australian rules horse racing. No, but like proper horse racing because we have all this <laughs> fucking stupid thing with like jumping and and all that sort of stuff. It's mostly that. Well, like, you guys been on jumping horses there? We we, we have jumping horses, jump? dressage, and all these sort of things. But um, proper racing. Can you it, bet on that? No, this is the thing. This uh. is not. This is not the betting thing. But there is uh, proper racing, and it, it's on a frozen lake. It's in Samaritz. It is every wow. year, and it actually didn't stop during uh, COVID either. 
that that race was on. It's it's a um, it's a long weekend um, in February, <laughs> and uh, the horses literally run on a frozen lake, and instead of proper horseshoes, they have spikes. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, oh. it, it's, it's, it's fucking wild. I've seen a guy drop off a horse there, and it was just like that guy is gonna get fucking stabbed. He's not even get stumped. Wow. He's getting stabbed yeah, by yeah. other horses. But oh actually, God. I mean, the horse thing in Switzerland is, is very popular with like like women. This is actually my future dating. Like, like I'm down to at this point, the only women left at my age are the ones horse that have ladies. A horse, yeah. How do you turn every every scenario, every situation into? Or oh, this potentially woman I'm going to date in there? Ice horse racing. Exactly. The, have you seen them? You gotta go like on Tinder. They're all the horse ladies. All the horse ladies on Tinder. They're all ice yeah. horse racing. I mean. Uh, I'm, I'm all, that's what the only reason why I'm pro horses. Because <laughs> like, they're keeping some women. Because they can squash a melon between their legs? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they can squash your head, Harry. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's nothing like having a four ton beast between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> if you can control a horse on the ice, man, you can control Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Spikes included. <laughs> it's just as cold and just as wild. <laughs> and just as wet, my friend. I'm, I'm in it for the dressage, basically. Like, oh, <laughs> you prance around and you do a little hoof slick. Yeah, I can. They, I can. Where they comb my beard and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. A lot of missionary for you in the future. <laughs> Horseback riding. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is pretty crazy. Um, like. Uh, yeah, horse racing here because, as you probably would have seen when you lived here, Christian, is like yeah. people just get so dressed up and then just get shit-faced. Like, it's the like, best. It's so the best. drunk. It's, Not surprised. It's insanity. So it's got this. Yeah. It's got this like echo of British civilization about it, which quickly <laughs> yeah. But then, That's but then you add you you add Irish fugitive. Yeah, It's basically that. You you go there all dressed up and nicely done up. Uh, you you bring the Oxfords out and their long tail coats, and then you go to the pub and get fucking wrecked. <laughs> it's just it, it's like oh, an man. Irish funeral. <laughs> Here's the thing, like my um, uh, my brother-in-law, he's him and his family. They're big into horse racing, really big into it. And my nan and my my nan is kind of into it. And anything to get my nan out or to bring a smile on her face is always the best. Like she's, I'm very close to her, and uh, but she said one time she wanted to get a corporate box at the horse races, and my brother <laughs> and my dad and I were like. Uh, we don't really want to go, but my sister and my mum were like so excited, and my brother-in-law and his family were excited, and we basically they talked us into it to go. And I tell you what, man, I put the tie on. I walked in. They gave me a glass of champagne. I was fucking up there. I was betting on every horse. I had the best time ever. I I could have seen a horse killed in the middle of it, and I still would have had a good time. It was, it was I was the biggest hypocrite ever. We we had the best time. So, Come on, buddy, go. We, we we're just drinking. Yeah, it's full. It's a full British affair. A full colonization. Fucking, you know. Just, but it is. It's got something, hasn't it? I mean, you sold uh, out in ten seconds. Like, there's something about this bizarre ritual that nobody. 
Yeah. The, my, my favorite thing about the yeah. last time I was at that horse race in, in San Moritz, I was there a couple of times being the absolute hi- hypocrite that I that I am. Mm. It was from my previous life when I was still married. But the last time I went, I went with uh, two mates from Ireland and one uh, Australian lady. And we stole the champagne buckets, which I think to this day is oh. one of my best moments ever. <laughs> Just running away from a horse race with stolen champagne buckets. <laughs> but like awesome. Switzerland's got to be the most polite country ever. Would they just be like, "Hey, come back"? <laughs> it was a little bit like come that. Come back with the champagne. <laughs> like- if you steal champagne buckets in Switzerland at a horse race, that's that's like that's oceans dumb dumb fuck. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Ocean's absolutely. Eleven or whatever. I, I bet one of the guys actually saw us and was just like, ah, oh, they're fucked. Let's not even talk to them. <laughs> there, goes, yeah, yeah. there goes another champagne bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every... <laughs> We're just getting the cheap ones from China. <laughs> they just open up a room full of champagne buckets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just bring yes, out the uh, next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Uh, how, so uh, saying, it is crazy how how quickly you backflip on your morals. Oh fuck just yeah! To have a good uh, time. Like when inst- you're white, instantaneous. It's so easy. Yeah, instantaneous. <laughs> I, I watched myself go like, oh no, this is this is bullshit. This is animal cruelty. And as as you said, one glass of champagne in my head is like, fuck yeah! I, I reckon that guy is all right. And then just hundred bucks. Let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've danced into Rihanna on the dance floor. Yeah, you've, yeah. You know, <laughs> you're doing all the moves. You're doing the moonwalk. You're doing the moonwalk. You're dancing to bloody Chris Brown. You're dancing oh, to everybody. <laughs> yeah, shit. It was awesome to finally meet you, Nick. Uh, last time you were on the episode when these two were kind of kissing your butthole. Uh, they dragged me here because I had COVID. Oh, he had COVID last yeah, time. Yeah, and true. I'm sorry that you're in lockdown, man. That Did you well have COVID? Yeah, yeah at that episode, yeah. he was dying. Uh, uh, you you literally got diagnosed a day later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And we you made just had it. COVID. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's just so brutal. You did a podcast, man. That's see, you guys are the true warriors. Like, <laughs> we yeah. are. Yeah, we we power. Fucking nothing stops this podcast. No one in Australia would do a podcast having COVID, like. <laughs> I have I'm a, as a Gen Z I have something to prove. <laughs> <laughs> so how many gigs are you guys doing a week? Are you guys doing heaps of gigs or what? There's a lot happening. There's right yeah, now. you can you can gig up yeah, you can gig up to uh three uh three, four times a week now. Wow. Um around around town and then there's a, a city close by um that has now three or four shows a week as well. And yep. and sorry, dude, you know how Nick you were Annoyed that during lockdown you lost that ten thousand dollars for an ad. Can you imagine yeah. having ultimate freedom and just not having a passport ready? You know, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy again. <laughs> uh, you deserve okay. it, Harry. You deserve it, Harry. We gonna we gonna milk that for at least another six months. It's talking about because uh, I got dual citizenship. I actually I hadn't renewed my. I've had to fucking renew my UK passport. Yeah, but aren't you in that. Europe? Like, don't they just let you in? They go, oh, look, I'm just, nah. I don't know. You come have in you on Ryanair, don't they just let on, you in? <laughs> he's no, on the sex offenders registry. You can't do that. No, the, the, <laughs> but we were going to Serbia, and those guys are still butthurt about when NATO bombed them, so they make an issue out of passport <laughs> Yeah, control. exactly. And because you said that, 
to the policewoman at the border control. Yeah. They kicked you. They sent you in the next plane back home. Uh, <laughs> also, that's who needs a bit of flack right now. Serbia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's who needs to be put under the cot. You know, the fucking magnifying glass now. Serbia. They're yeah, for exactly. Oh man. I know, no, man. No, that's Nick, great. <laughs> it's been it's been an absolute pleasure to have you back. Um, we we'll do this again uh, in your next lockdown. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you next week. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so your plaques, you have uh, flat stick with Brett Blake. You have phone hacks with Mike Goldstein, and you, you had another podcast going around. I remember oh, with yeah, Jack Drews. Oh yeah, I did one with Jack Drews called "Fun Fun Catchups." We haven't done an episode of that in a while. That uh, right. we're writing sketches now. At, uh, Jack Drews's Instagram. We've been um, uh, writing sketches together and filming them. He got a good camera, so we've been Fuck doing yeah. those. Uh, um, and that... it's been been a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no, just the phone hacks podcast. Probably, yeah, it's. I can't tell you how fun it is to do that podcast. And, and it's actually the only thing in my whole life that I can recommend to anybody that I've done. <laughs> have, um, you th- have you done TikTok on that yet? Have you gone into deep dive into We had it for a bit and some of the clips blew up. And then uh, we didn't do it after that because our guy <laughs> who does the TikTok, he, uh, he, didn't, he forgot to record one of our episodes. Like... And so we just recorded on my our iPad, so we didn't know whether to get him back or not to uh, yeah. do other shit. <laughs> These TikTok people um, idiots. Yeah, yeah, but then uh, then flat stick with Brett and I. We uh, we just we're just two guys approaching forty, getting into dirt bikes and mountain bikes. It's it's a horrible recipe for destruction. I have bruises and cuts all over me. I've I've got to ride at night so I don't run into anybody, and and I run into trees. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, much much harder than humans. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so, but, uh, but right now lockdown. So there, there's also no shows on at the moment for you, or is there anything upcoming? No, this year's this year looked to be promising, but it's a write off again. Um, mm. A stand up is live stand up is. Uh, I'm I'm thrown out. I'm just doing. I'm just drawing pictures and uh, writing sketches and just doing that shit. I, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm, I might get a, try and get a job as a motorbike mechanic. <laughs> I think, uh, so you can fix clutches with your thumb. Yeah, I've got to save for a bloody wedding and a house and shit, so I can't do that having no live shows. <laughs> I, should. Okay. Um, I mean, I couldn't do that when I had live shows, really. Uh, but, uh, you know. Yeah, so we got to sneak you over here. If we can, you can perform to a, a group of twenty Swiss people. Yeah, as soon as soon as soon as we have these <laughs> yeah. borders open, I think we said that a year ago when we spoke last. So as soon as we have these uh, these borders open, we're gonna have you here. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, thank you very much, Nick, and all the best. Good to, good to see you.